thing. Yeah, bro, you was, you was doing your thing, innit? All right, cool. Um, so I want to give some context. So basically, um, let's just say my girl went out for her friend's birthday with a brethren. So my girl and the other girl are brethren, and then the birthday girl isn't brethren with my girl's brethren. So three people, but the two of them aren't tight. There's three, you know, triangle, whatever. Anyway, so they go for brunch. Bill comes and they say, oh, like, you know, what are we doing here? Like, we'll split it three ways. So the birthday girl goes, no, 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 I'll get it. So my girl's like, no, 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 no. We'll split it because that, you know, we're all out, we're all spending the money, let's split it. Anyway, cut long story short, the birthday girl pays. Um, she goes ahead, runs and pays and like, cool, all right, it's been paid. So they go, all right, cool. Well, let's leave brunch now because brunch is done. Obviously you get kicked out after a certain couple hours. Let's go to another place. So they go to another bar next door. So my girl buys champagne. So now they're drinking champagne and like obviously um, to say, well, look, don't worry about it. I'll get the champagne because you paid the bill. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So then the other girl's like, all right, cool, whatever. She's got the champagne in. At this point, the birthday girl's caked. She's got to go home. She's got to leave. So she leaves. They go to another bar. They go to this other bar now. And then um, my girl's brethren says, oh, do you know what? You obviously bought the champagne in the last place. Let me get the drinks in. Start getting the, the, the cocktails and them ones in it. So she starts spending money on the cocktails. And obviously, you know, cocktails aren't cheap. They start getting the money in the cocktails. So anyway, next day, um, my girl gets a text from the birthday girl saying, oh, did I pay the bill last night? And she's like, well, yeah, you, you know you paid the bill last night because it was showing your phone you paid the bill last night. So she turns around and says, oh, well, can I get some money back for the, for the, for the brunch? So then she says to me, oh, well, what do you think? I said, well, from my perspective, the way I look at it is, well, firstly, actually, let me ask your perspective. What's your perspective? Because this is, this is a drawback, innit? Yeah. This, is a, this is a drawback, innit? And I'm going to come to another thing after, but this is a definite drawback. What's, what you... my, my personal take on that, I think, um, and not just on that subject, when it comes to bills after brunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever it is, a bill, it should kind of be discussed at the start. So if, if, if someone's holding their hand up to say, I will get this bill, mm. knowing that you're still going to be out, obviously that's, that's a very important statement mm. going forward. So I don't agree with someone texting you the following day for money. Yeah. Because especially that it was discussed, let's go three ways. So you had the opportunity and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'm with Chi as well. I think um, in these situations, I think it has to be clear um, when there's a group of girls, a group of boys, a group of strangers, when you're going out, uh, what, the, what the process is or the protocol is. It's a bit like bottle etiquette when five men go to the club and everyone's got different budgets but say the man with the biggest wallet or the man whose birthday is whoever it may be says i've got you guys i think the fact that the birthday girl said she's got everybody in terms of the was it the dinner you said it was a dinner brunch. the branch the branch yeah um it put everybody in a comfortable position so it's like everyone's cool you've got it you sure you got it she says you got it so i don't feel that she has any right or she has any um you know, credibility to be coming back round the next day to try to recoup money when she made it clear at that point. And make, what makes this one, this situation even worse is because 
as a gesture of goodwill, the friends went on to, you know, buy drinks, more, spend more money, more money, more money yeah. buy drinks, cocktails, champagne, whatever it may be. So if you look over the course of the night, it probably evened itself out. So how how do you even carve up the bill? Does it mean that when she's texting her brethren or her friends to her friends' friends, I should say, who who um, came out to support for her for her birthday? When she's texting them saying, you owe me X amount for the brunch. Well, I can come back and say, if I was on the friends, well, I, on the back of your goodwill gesture, I went and paid for the oh, cocktails. Yeah. Mm. And they cost, like, I don't know, say 100 quid. So I could use that money to offset that. So it gets a bit clumsy and it gets a bit all confusing. So I think if she did a goodwill gesture and said she's going to pay, I think she kind of, um, I think she loses the right or any argument to try to recoup funds when she made it clear that it was on her. I just think it's embarrassing. Like, I just feel, I, I couldn't imagine wake up in the morning and be like, oh, like, cheeks, and that money I spent last night, yeah. Because again, and the killer is they did go and spend more money because there was a gesture of goodwill. So whereas they've obviously then, she's put them in a position where she's like, well, we, we she wants a bit of dough back. And then obviously at the same time, um, they're like, well, do we really want to give her some dough back? It just, it just gets all petty, in it. And as a, as as a third as the, the third party, the brethren of my girl, she's like, well, do you know what I mean? Maybe maybe what happened? I think the um, um, I think maybe she got home. The the she was obviously drunk, and she obviously she sobered up the next morning. And the reality of her spend, you know, sunk in, and she thought, fuck. Well, she obviously did because she yeah, yeah. The next so, day. yeah, That's she, she may even when she said that she'll get it in for everybody, she probably weren't even in the right space in terms of she wasn't, she was high off drinking and she was in a in a party bubble, so she didn't realize the dent it had on her finances. She's obviously gone home, she's probably seen the receipt, and it's probably taken away of a budget, so she's tried to claw it back. But it's such a bad. It's it's bad etiquette. You lose credibility. Drawbacks horrible. People don't trust you. And it happens all the time. As I said, it happens with it happens a lot with man. Then we all go out five man deep, six man deep. Mm. Some people don't drink. Some people drink more than others. Everyone's got a different budget, and it's difficult because everyone says we'll get around in or we'll get one bottle. Everyone puts in say hundred quid each, <clears> get a bottle five, say five bills, five. Then it's, you always get that one friend that spazzes out. Now. It's not a bad thing if that one friend spazzes out, but he he backs it and pays for the extra bottles. But when a man spazzes out, then puts it on the rest of the crew to chip in. When it's quite clear those people haven't got the budget. My budget was a hundred pounds. Mm. I can't go beyond that because it it goes into my lunch money, my travel money, my Oyster card money, my rent nice, money, money, my nursery money. So everyone's everyone's at different levels, different playing fields. So I think especially as a group, when you go out, it has to, you just have to be on the same page. And if one person is trying to while out, either the rest of the group will reel them in or you make it clear that, listen, you do what you're doing, but just know that I've tapped out. Yeah. And I think with her, I think with girls, it's probably more complicated. There's more emotions involved. I think she obviously realised she bit off more than could chew. She did do a good deal gesture by saying she'll get it in. And the other guy and the other girls obviously complimented that by saying they'll get the rest of the night in. So I think as far as I'm concerned, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't think I'll pay. And if I did pay that, that, that person, if I was a girl, that paid the paid her back. I don't think I'll go out of her again. Or yeah. if I do go out of her again, I'll there'll Manage be the, the, the lines will be drawn. I make it. I mean, it'd be clear that if I go out, then this A B C D this what this what needs to happen in order for us to have a good night. So it is I, what it is. I think with um, anything because I think these situations happen on a weekly basis, and I think uh, especially with I think Londoners. 
because I'm a Londoner, we're very polite. And I think in this situation, you should be very clear of... 100%, bro. Clear, clear of yeah, your 100%. own personal situation. Um, my, I've got um, my wife's friend, um, I won't say any names, she's very direct of where she stands mm. in a bill. She says at the start of the meal, I am paying for what I am eating. Done. And I have to respect that. Mm. At the same time, if that's something that you don't like about someone being direct, then you just don't invite them out. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Is there is there ever a time? That's cool, God. Is there ever a time that you 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 can do a drawback? Because um, I think I think um, drawback. I, yeah, maybe because it depends on when. What, What's the drawback? What, is it, in what context? The, draw, the drawback. Is, that's the draw. Is it, is it drawback when you when when you? Is it a day later? It's a day later. It, 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 it depends because if you say you've got the bill and you pay the bill and you make it abundantly clear that it's on you and you know man them don't have to chip in. I've got it tonight. Then I don't think I'll leave, you lose all claims to do a drawback, but. If you say, for instance, we all, so we all go out and one person gets the bill in and, and we say, listen, instead of getting five cards out, let one person pay No, but that's not a drawback. Yeah. So, drawback is, so it's a drawback when you the said... The drawback is when you've done it and you said you'll do it, but then you go you back. That's the, I think, you at the what? point of you're asking for the money I, back, I, I, that's the drawback. I, I, think you, I, 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 know, I know an actual situation where a drawback actually happened when on the night it was a um, mixed mix group um, everyone split the bill. Then the following day, um, after people looked at their receipts and realised, hold on, and they noticed there was a particular group that drank masses amounts mm. of alcohol. Mm. And it stirred the conversation. It even stirred some friendships being tested. So in situations, like you said, when people are a bit merry, everyone's having a good time, yeah, you can yeah. get caught up in the moment. Because, like you said, if you're just normal cracking on, um, you've agreed to split the bill because you're in a restaurant where most meals are relatively the same amount, like a steakhouse. Yeah, it's a split, isn't it? Yeah, it's it a is split. It is. There's a couple is. bottles of wine. Some, some people might mm. not drink. They, mm. They're getting um, lean on the, the ginger ale. Then there's a particular group out of the group of 10, there's maybe three that are, you can, it's, it's apparent. Mm. They, they've had maybe three or four bottles too much. Okay. Well, this is another thing. So it actually leads me to another one, which, um, so I had some brethrens who went out. Um, it might've been, I think it might've been Libertine. So we all know the kind of price in Libertine. They're, they're literally trying to rock you. And so basically one of the guys um, had some chicks come out. So some some couple broads, they came out, whatever. So, sorry, women, women come to the, <laughs> come to the table. Yeah. But they're like, the, what my brethren told me was his words were well they weren't for him they weren't for them so basically they weren't you know the desired women whatever whatever they weren't really banging um, but they were drinking up the juice innit so obviously when they've when they've all done when they've all done drinks or whatever obviously they've done a table they've all done a table they've all agreed to split the bill and then he's brought out some things and they've just drank up the, they just drank up all the juice but the guys weren't really on them being on the table, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So the women have basically drunk up all the juice and then they've got more bottles in because there's more people. Um, got a bit excited. This has happened 
and then next day, and then at the at the point of the um, at the point of the bill, at the point of the bill, they're then obviously having a bit of beef about it. So it actually it actually got not heated, but it got a bit like, oh, you brought some dusty to the table, and they drank up all the juice. What do you think about that? In that kind of in that kind of in that kind of situation, if we're all out in a club and I'm the single guy, and like we're all out, and all single guys. And we're all out having drinks, whatever, and we've got a table. And then I bring a bunch of dusties to the table. They start drinking up all the juice. But at the end of the night, I'm saying, well, like, we've got to split the bill. Is that is that fair to say we should split? Or is it fair to say I should take the majority share? Because you guys weren't interested in the women. Because technically, if you were interested in the women, you would split it. Correct? You know what? Oh, God. Yeah, my, my take on that, if you're walking into a club, group of guys and you've got a table together regardless of who turns up to your table or who doesn't you have to split the bill okay i hate this you know this situation you know because <laughs> i've been in these situations so many times and i always feel that i've uh, i get a short straw it's just so she's right if you come as a crew and girls come to your table and they drink your drink if they were dirty, dusty, or they were, you weren't feeding them from day, you have to say, you know what, allow it. You've got to let them know and tell them, like, you know, sorry, we're not on it. Mm. The minute you don't, you know, you know, you, you don't usher them away and tell them, no, no, don't drink our drinks, then you're culpable to paying for it because the girls ain't going to pay for it. And it's not fair on your brethren because at the end of the day, if you flip it the other side, that um, if the girls were all good if looking if they're all winners and one of your brethren end up beating on the back of you know you bring it give him the free ball and assist then you know do you pay extra because yeah. you get my beat so you, you can't it's not one rule for one rule for other you either pay as a group or you don't pay as a group and if the girl is you bring one of your brethren brings to the table and no one's really feeling them you gotta just tell them at that point to allow it before they even touch the the, the bottle. And the minute they, the minute the, the minute that vodka and the ice is there, and the woman's rap, walking around pouring the pouring the chaser in, it's too late. So what if we're in the dance and I bring some chicks over and there's like three chicks and one of them is banging. I'm talking like top ten. I'm like, yeah, guys, this is me. Like, you know, and she's with her brethren. So like, is it is it is it is it fair to say? Again, oh, we're going to send these things away because the other two are dusty. Well, you could, well, if you do that, then she, unless the girl is unfaithful or disloyal, she's not going to lodge her, her friends for a no, new of course person. Not. She's not going to dis. Yeah. So you got to, if you, if that girl is the is, is the winner, then you got to just roll with the punches and pay the bill. You can't lodge her friends because her friends come <laughs> as part of the package. I've never ever been in a situation where the quality of woman depends on how much you contribute to a bill. No, no, I. <laughs> No, but it does happen though, because it's what I'm saying. So I know a situation where this happens. So the guy brought over some girls, mm. but the, the guy who brought over the girls was like, he's more like the leader of the group kind of thing. So he's like, you know, he's like, he's like the big guy of the group, isn't it? So at that point, it's even hard to oppose him because he's the overpowering, mm. overbearing guy. So he's brought over some girls who obviously he thought maybe it was a bit tasty, but my bridging said they weren't very tasty. Um, and that's what happened. And, and then, as a man, you got to speak. You got to put. You got to put to stop. You got to say from the from the get go. Say you know what, bro. You know what, you're not brethren. No, I'm not. Not me. So if that you do what you're doing, but I'm letting you know I'm out. You got to make it clear. I would. You can't be. You listen. All well, of it. If he was having. If it was like Debo and like you, bro. I don't care. This is. It's, it's my. It's Debo. It's Debo, it's Debo keeping the lights on. 
Because ultimately, if you don't pay now, you end up paying later. No, no, I get it. I, I'm not. I'm not disputing it, but I just, I just find it interesting. Because you know what? As well, I've always had this because I, I don't drink, so mm. I'm not actually a drinker. So I always looked at um, this whole table thing. It, it, it was like Pythagoras' theory to me. I, I took time and mm. sat down and worked it out. And I feel contributing to a table isn't about just the drink. No. It's about the service. It's about walking to the front of the door. It's about getting walk, walk to your table. The it's adulation, the perception. that actual comfort of mm. sitting down. Mm, mm, That's mm. what you pay for. Mm. Then it's for you to say, like um, what Cheeks was saying, if you've got one individual that actually wilds out, out yeah. and he just on this spending thing and doing shows, that's for you to say, look, I'm happy to pay for the comfort of the, the, the minimum table spend. Yeah. So I'm happy to spend. Oh, to that. chip in chip the in. minimum spend. Yeah. You know, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. That's, actually that's actually a good yeah. point. So if they said the minimum spend was two bags, yeah. you're happy to give your, my, my your, your part of portion yeah. of two. Yeah. But if you want to now make. Ten bags. I'm not doing that. I'm just doing the two. Because one, I don't drink. I've paid for the comfort of sitting down. But on top of that, you have to be also conscious that you can't just be handing out the drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I think I think um, there's no equation that links how much you chip in to what girls on your table. That is just a myth. It gets too grey. The muddy, the waters are too muddy. What it boils down to muddy is, water. it is what it boils down it's to is. <laughs> yeah, what muddy it boils down waters. to is, um, if you're part of the team, part of the, the crew that originally had the table you you pay your fair share cheese right minimum spend two grand you chippy go five ways well without maybe the two, two five ways two no, grand. but i think what she's saying is quite true i think in a sense where if you're not a if you're not a drinker and you go out and you go you're on a table and the minimum spends two grand but yeah they, yeah, yeah. They, end up spending te- they don't spend 10 grand on a table mm. that i think it's fair to say if you're not a drinker but you're, you're I, part I, of the group. I, I i agree with you but i agree even if you are a drinker and you've drank up to the minimum then it's cool i think the problem you have with these type of situations is when there's that one person who tries to go solo and go mad and get on a madness and everyone has to pick up the bill for that. That's not fair. And secondly, if people make it clear their budget's X amount of money and they've chipped in and you expect them to chip in more, it's not fair either. And I think I think with girls, you can't you can't equate the cost, the amount you chip in to the quality of girls that you bring. If the girls you bring, because you've been in these positions many times, there's been girls that come to exactly. our table and like we just say, no, don't, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you just have to stand up, to, you got to stand up for yourself because yeah, if you don't yeah. pay now, you'll pay later. There's nothing worse. I think there's nothing worse. And this is an issue we had with these West End clubs, especially back in the day. You go, you go out, you, during the day you go shopping, you buy some nice clothes because you go in West End, and then you go to the club, it's an anti-climax, the club's dead, it's all bougie, no one's really dancing, there's no vibes, flat flat club, flat, just flat asses, flat everything, yeah, flat atmosphere. And then, um, flat dance. In it, flat dance. And then, flat pack. Is it? then you end up, um, <laughs> yeah, then you end up like, say, paying four, you chip in, your, your show was four bills. And you wake up and you go over, you wake up the next day and you realise, right, I'm four bills down. Yeah. Four bills down and you can't even buy your like travel car for the week. You're then scrambling to, it's just, it's just, what I'm trying to say, you're trying to say is that you've got to be true to yourself and make the right calls. You can't put yourself through a whole week of pain financially, a whole month of pain financially, if you weren't back that bottle money. So once it gets to a point 
when it's beyond your budget. If you don't tap speak out. out now, yeah, if you don't tap, yeah, if you don't speak yeah, out now, yeah. you'll um. Start getting married, mm. Yeah, yeah, it's true, innit? Because you pay for it another way. You pay for it if you've been unhappy for the rest of the month and struggling eating beans on toast and corned beef and rice. You eat, you live on a budget. You don't want to live on a budget because of a bad night. I always remember. Do you know what? It's so weird. Like I know we spoke about West End the other day. I always remember going West End. I'll never, I'll never forget. Um, when we used to go to them, oh cheeks, you might remember them. These girls, there, there were two twins. Like they were like, um, like mixed race girls. So many, I can't remember. These yeah, girls were like, being more descriptive. Mixed yeah, race, that's, that's be any girl. Just two, no, but they were twins though. What ends? Oh, everyone's from South and you used to go West End. I don't, I can't no one's from North London, apart from us. I can't remember. But uh, there was these two twins. And I remember speaking to one of them. This is, I'll never forget this. And she was like, and I remember like, asking her, like, she said, oh, what do you do? And I said at the time what I did. And then she, I was asking her what she'd done. And she was like, uh, she was like an administrator. But she said, yeah, I spent all, she used to spend all of her salary on like a bag or a pair of shoes to wear that one Saturday. And that was it. And I used to think to myself, how could you like, like, what is that? What What is going on here? Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I understand people do live beyond their means, but that's an absolute, can you imagine like spending all of your dough, your whole month's salary, so now you can't even get to work. Like, like you know what I mean? You're asking your parents for money. These days, obviously, they, she must have been living at home. She was just, there was no way she was living because like you know, it's, dis- it's, dis- it's disgusting. I know men that have popped bottles, spent like big pee in a club, and caught night bus home. Like <laughs> you know, seriously, you know the guy. Totally, I know. <laughs> you, know the guy. you know, I think it's when you sell your is when you sell your soul for the cameras. When you live a life that you can't sustain, or when you're trying to impress people that don't even know you, and loads of people do that. We've all been there before when we've overspent. The wor- I think the worst I've, I've come across is someone that spent money in a club. Then did I think their baby mums called them for a school uniform for their job. Oh wow. Peter was low, tap dancing, getting me a call. I know man. That's like, crazy. Fabulous got a rap he's got a rap about guys popping rose in a club, popping bottles but can't bring baby bottles for their baby. You know, it happens. I mean, how many girls will tell you about their baby fathers who they've got like like the latest like latest tags designers, mm. Gucci, Prada, Louis, whatever it may be. Nice cars, nice whips, but don't pay the child support. But their belt costs the child support. So the man's got £200 Gucci belt, but he can't pay the 150 a month. So it's all about priorities. It's all about your insecurities. It's all about what you want to be perceived. Yeah, but it, that's the, the problem with the West End. That's the thing. The problem with those type of clubs, it's an illusion. It's a bubble. Very f- A small minority can actually afford to afford, yeah, yeah, be lifestyle. that, life, that lifestyle. lifestyle. And you just get found out. Listen, I was a student. I got found out. To be fair, I wasn't really popping bottles like that. I was nah, we, was, we was never popping Well, I was humble. Like but I knew that. I couldn't sustain that. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's not my life. Now, why am I going to... We was, you know, it was, we was there on Saturday, you might meet a girl, but I had no money for dates. And you know, and, 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 <laughs> I, I had no money. Yeah, it's true. We're, we're in a West End club. I'm in the West End club in a VIP with VI. And these days you used to get like a couple proper VIPs. So I'm in a West End club. We're chilling in a VIP. You know, I've got my Gap jeans on. I've got my Gap all-white t-shirt. That was my look. Like, like, Tim, like Tim you fresh? Timberlands. I was chilling. Cheeks had the same fresh. <laughs> That's what we were doing. That, that was our look. And at the same time, you might meet a girl, but... I couldn't take her out on a date midweek. Couldn't do nothing. She wanted that number. Yeah. Oh, oh, 
Who knew about Nobu them things, bro? Nobu, bro. You know what? Well, if you know what? Would you realise how bad it is? I take it to Harry's, bro. The Chinese at the end of my street, bro. Man went, dri- man went driving. Man had no pee. Well, man was working. Uh, so man was in st- studying and working part time. So you're you're you're, tr- you're chasing the fantasies. Even if you got a number, you knew that it was never gonna happen. You can't you can't convert never. that because of, and the, the ironic the ironic thing is the girls that you drew were hairdressers and yeah. had were administrators and secretaries that like. Just they had jobs. no pee either. So, like but, no one had pee. But they're so not no looking. one had pee to go out. No, no one had pee. pee. No, no but one had it was pee. all in the club in the VIP. But, and and it was funny. The guys just want to get a girl to beat. The girls looking for a guy to take them out of their situation. It's a madness. But uh, you just have to, like, like I said, you just have to see it for what it is. And nah, unfortunately, is. that environment breeds that kind of insecurity and that pretentiousness, and you end up. You know, acting up or spending what you don't want to spend, and if you, and one last thing on that bottle situation, and what gives you the ultimate gulp is that you spend like a grand or two grand minimum spend, as they said in the West End, for a couple of bottles of Moet, and then you go to Londy's and you see Moet for like <laughs> like forty forty five yeah, pounds, yeah, and you think, hold a minute, imagine telling one of your Nigerian uncles <laughs> that you spent two thousand on the same, but the same in a club on the same bottle of champagne where you go down the road to the off-license or, yeah, newsagent, you seen that, seen that same bottle for 45. That used to kill me, actually. Yeah. That actually used to kill me. Yeah, and the yeah, whole, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the markup and alcohol in the club is a madness. Yeah. And only now as an adult, well, when I was an adult then, but only now as a grown man and with children. You really kind of take really, it You take it, I think. Yeah. That's why, don't get me wrong, we go away a holiday, part of it is going out and spending we spend but we don't we're more wiser to it and I would never be in a club spending that kind of money because it's just foolishness not West End that's crazy I can I, take I, yourself seriously like, I said, like in London now I'd rather just go a little shisha spot yeah. get some food you know what I mean yeah. one or two cocktails I'm out the door Keats um, knows my lane shisha get a bit of grilled chicken salad on the side might wash it down with a nice fruity drink because most of them don't have alcohol, alcohol yeah yeah of course come end of the night the bill's like 150 four people are there I'm handing over 40 pounds <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me, and I'm at the door in it and I'm done that's Drive what home. I call a great a night a great night in it I don't um, know I make, I make a, I'll make a statement I, I I don't even like I'm not really drinking myself I'll have to I don't think none of us are really drinking yeah, it's but, just, but yeah it's, it's um, one of the things we obviously I, if you go away or whatever you got sometimes you go to these clubs but when you're away I think you have to do these kind of yeah, no, no. Well, well, maybe you're on holiday, but I find I find it. I was gonna say I find it f- financially irresponsible to pay two bags for a bottle of fizzy wine when you one you're not drinking two when you could get that same wine for forty quid. I just can't. Where I am at my in my life, the space I'm in, I just can't oh, take yeah, myself yeah, seriously yeah, I, yeah, I feel no, that no, I can't no. even justify that spend and I think it's a maturity you're mature when you're younger you're, you're, you're still trying to find yourself and find your lane but as a grown man over 30 if you're still doing those antics then you're just uh, mate you, you, think, you, you um, see someone I was going to say sorry I, I was, I was going to change up to be fair yeah, yeah. I was, I was just going to jump on something else change um, up uh, Sunday Father's Day was just just gone yeah mm. um so I wanted to ask what you guys thought. Do you think it's okay? Well, what what what's your thoughts on um obviously with Father's Day now, social media, you know, all this kind of stuff. What I saw on social media was as as much as it was nice, obviously, and you know, a lot of people taking their kids out and doing all the nice stuff, there was I wouldn't even say bitter, there were a couple upset women who have waste man or they were calling them waste man baby fathers. And naming and shaming, like, do you think? Would you like? 
I think each of their own. Everyone's got their own. But to put it out there, though, I think is, is that that's a bit... Do you know what I mean? I, I think sometimes, you know, when people just... It's this whole social media thing and they get in it where people are just putting their... People put too much shit out there. Well, I don't have social media, so I could, I've got WhatsApp, so I, I didn't see anything. <laughs> mm, I? That's what I've heard of it yeah, as well. So that's no, that's what I'm saying, because I have... So I have yeah. on Insta, like, you see people are like, oh, you know, this is my baby father. He ain't done this. He ain't done that. It's Father's Day. I'm not rating him. Blah, blah. Like, I just think it's a bit of a... Just I, I just think you got to be consistent. If you're if you're waiting for one day of the year to out someone, then it kind of shows the space you're in. Or use a one day to out someone. I think you should be outing people on a daily basis. If it's if if and using the same med and using the same medium. So if, yeah. if it's a case of your baby yeah. father's a waste, so you, you out, you out him every day on, on but the at the same time. You gotta take some responsibility yourself, <laughs> because if you're there attracting waste, then it says a lot about yourself as well. And that's me just being very harsh, because I mm. think with uh, talking on that subject, not a lot of people take responsibility. It's always someone else's fault. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, a decision was made, regardless of people changing, because people change. But I think this world. It's a soft world and people don't deal with the situation that they're in. Mm. There's always an outlet. There's always someone to blame. And hence why when you have that blame mentality, there's not much change in a blame mentality because mm. you've always got, like, as I say, the overdraft of, of it's someone else's fault. So, um, so you're saying people just have to own it? You've got to own it. I mean, how long are you going to bl- blame someone or call them out? Yeah, if they're uh, not doing something, it's uh, like Einstein said: if you do the same thing and yeah. expect different results, that's a form of insanity. Yeah, so. that's crazy. I just thought it was a bit deep. I just it was just like a yeah. I just thought it was a bit deep. Like you know, whatever you, whatever's going on in your household, just leave it in your household. But hmm. do you know what I mean? I think that's upbringing though as well. But you know what? I just think uh, I ain't got too, I ain't got too much of a major th- too much of um too much thought on this. But one th- one thing I would say is that. She's obviously venting her frustration because obviously the or whoever it is the the mothers I should say the mothers are obviously venting their frustration on because obviously it's Father's Day a lot of father being you know glorified and nice means nice tweets are going to the nice messages and obviously it's an opportunity to expose you know the father of your children um, it's just <laughs> it's just it's just, we live in an era of social media so it's a natural platform to vent so that's it, 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 30 years ago it would have been over the phone you know, mm. 50 years ago it would have been just face to face so it just it is what it is I would say that I don't see the benefits of that by naming and shaming your father you, the father of your children you still have to see him when he t- comes up to terms when he you know turns up to pick up the kids you still have to have a relationship with him for the sake of the kids so I don't think how how is that going to make the situation better I think one thing I would say, which have to be kind of conscious and careful that, you know, the damage it's doing to the children. I don't think, like, I wouldn't want to, God forbid, anything happened to me and my wife, I wouldn't want my children to pick up that energy that I'm disrespecting. Even if I, my, my wife is a waste woman, which she isn't, and I'm a waste man, which I'm not, I wouldn't want that energy to be out in the public and my children to see, you know, mum and dad having a public dispute or on the internet. So I think when you're venting that, Venting that frustration and out in your the father of your children, you have to be careful. One, how is that going to improve the situation, and two, what impact is it going to have on the children? Because I tell you what, if my baby mother, I've had a baby mother, I don't have a wife, put me on blast and told the whole world I'm a waste man, it will make me even more determined to just 
be a bigger waste man towards her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know what positivity, what positivity could come from that type of energy, you know? Madness, bro. But that's what I was saying. Is it... Uh... The Instagram thing's crazy, man. Cause I'm happy for big up the fathers though to hold it down for real. Yeah, big up the good dads and the dads that aren't doing so well. You know, hang in there. Yeah, just do just try to do better. Father game. That's what easy, it comes man. down to. Father's games. If you ain't, if you ain't seen your kids and stuff, it ain't easy either. Or if if you're a father with your kids or without them, I can imagine. It's, I'm not a father, but I can imagine it's not easy. So for them guys, you know, obviously, yeah, just keep on just just try. If, if you're not doing as well as you could try and do better and for the good dads that are out there keep up the good work you know like you guys like daddy's over here you know what the fact is you don't really know you you know there's a myth about being a good dad and a bad dad the reality situation you don't know what type of father you are to your children and adults have moved out that's when you see the end product yeah probably so it's it's a long process so if you've got adult children and they and they come check for you and they thank you and appreciate the work you've done you've done your job it's a process I'm years away to, to finding out. All I can do is just, you know, be a present dad and support my children and my wife. But yeah, I think all these type of disputes should just be kept private. But the internet has changed all of that, so it is what it is, isn't it? It's hard, bro. Absolutely hard. Um, what was I say? What was um? You was talking about something the other day. Um, quite a few things actually. Got many, got many things on his mind. <laughs> so much, so much, so much to talk about. No, I think it was really what she, what you said about um, going on to um, find about um, in a black community yeah. regarding um, <clears throat> finance, finance, financial literature um, in terms of investing. Maybe you're you're probably best to um, to explain. Yeah, it's more. Um, <clears throat> it's just off the, even like what you spoke about the whole bottle situation, like the the financial irresponsibility and it just leads on to how many um young black under 40 actually have funds in an institution and when i mean funds in an institution i'm like money that's actually getting traded on the stock market if it's in neutral funds if it's in bond funds if it's in property funds but not property physical property i'm Mm. actually saying getting traded like an ifa yeah ifa so it's um it's just something that I it's it's just off the back of a book that I read uh last year. It's called The Automatic Millionaire and it just talks about investing and how you can accumulate money through compound interest. And we always think or oh, the perception when we grow up is you need a lot of money to invest. Mm-mm. But what this book spoke about is basically having the right method, the right mind and the right environment by they called it the latte factor and it was basically if you never spent money on mm. a cup of coffee on a daily basis on over i think it was a 40 year period so basically your working life so that's a fiver if you invested a fiver five pounds every day so that's 25 pounds a week working week and maybe even on the weekends at the weekends because most people get coffees after they come back from the gym on a saturday or after church or whatever Mm -hmm. you do on a sunday you actually can be an automatic millionaire mm. just off that, off a fiver. That's why they call it the latte factor. And it was something that it interested me. It got me um, webbed straight away. Obviously, I've had conversations with Cheeks prior to this where, obviously, he, he's, he knows more. Well, he's got 
like stuff under management mm-hmm. and it was something that I hadn't looked at and I didn't understand why I hadn't looked at it for someone that's in the in the area in the space and I just got talking to friends and it I realized that it was certain groups of friends that very small as well groups of friends like it was basically a niche market that actually were well versed and understood it and actually had money in the market mm. and I, it, it just was apparent to me came apparent to me that it's not something we do mm. what do you think, what are you saying black people yeah culturally, do you know what i think it's culturally i think i think i think i think there is an element of of black people yeah that's true but i think i think it goes i think it goes it does go deeper it does go yeah, into education and upbringing i would say that you know i grew up in a council state and i know i know a very few amount of people who i could actually turn around and know they at this moment now they might be homeowners or they might have investments outside of the, the so, obvious yeah. investments kind of thing um and I think I think it's about it's, it is down to education. I, I do agree. Like even my parents, my parents grew up. They never really they didn't do nothing with their money. Mm. Like it's just my mum had a pension, my dad had a pension. That was it. They didn't they didn't do like with the money they earned. They didn't do anything with it. It probably just sat in savings accounts and got mm. and accrued like point seven six um, interest like growth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Over however long. So people need to learn and look into this stuff. I think I, yeah. I'll echo that. I think. I think um, black people, well, I won't say black people, I'll say um, African-Caribbean, British, African-Caribbean um, um, families, especially working class, have a mm. complex relationship with money, a very complex relationship. You have to understand that, um, first and foremost, you're not exposed to these type of institutions. So when we talk about IFA, Independent Financial Advisor, we talk about funds, they're not exposed. I mean, what you get taught in school, I feel we all got taught the same thing. Uh, work hard, get a good job, get money, buy a house, mm. and invest in property, 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 property. And yeah, property is a great investment if you get the right property, property. at the right time, yeah. you know, of course. But I think the, the complexity is that I think there's no, in schools, there's no financial education, no financial literature, um, no way. Maybe the schools are designed for you to, you know, it's like the food production model where you you to, you know, essentially... Um, serve the state so you know work hard get good grades you know graduate get a job working for a company that essentially gets you in PAYE and you just become a worker um, almost like we still got that industri- industrial um, revolution type mentality when the the, the UK were um, you know with the superpowers about 150 years ago so how it translates to black people in terms of investing I think we're very um when we get money, because of the, you know, the injustices we face as a, as a race, when we get money, we don't want to hold on to it. So I know in the Caribbean, um, in, uh, in, in the Caribbean community, with my wife's Caribbean, West Indian, they've got this thing, the um, old, got partner. Is that partner? Partner. Yeah. Where, where they, um, they invest, where they um, help each other by, yeah. so money they earn, they, um, if they've got, yeah. they put it in a pot, and if they're one somebody in the community needs an operation or needs to, or fall, unfortunately falls ill or needs to buy something, they all kind of use from that pot, but then she replaces it when she gets money. So, which is a different way of investing. I think that's the first word. Secondly, I think as well that, um, you know, that um, the insecurities or the mistrust with banks, banks and yeah. cause a lot of people mistrust the banks in our environment in our community so <clears> they feel <throat> that the best thing was co said his mum yeah. will earn her wage leave it in the bank get 0.0.3 percent and it will never grow but at least 
I'd rather it be there. Though she's losing money in, on the on inflation, it's not actually showing any return. She, she can wake up every day, check her bank, and know that she's got the money in the bank, and it actually stops you from moving forward. I think what's worse than investing badly is not investing at all. Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> and that's that's what I'm going on to. Yeah. So let me just sorry. Let me yeah. just finish my my, my <clears throat> thing then. And I think as well. Um, um, again, with the with there's a there's a lack of information. So for myself, I had to seek it out. Obviously, through my career, I've elevated to certain levels where I'm around people who've opened certain doors. So I know I never knew about an IFA, about a fund manager, about diversification, about portfolios. It's just I've been exposed to due, due, due to my personal um, success. I've exposed to these types of people who've put me in the right direction. So is uh, it's difficult to. To, to understand about how investments really work and how you can get compound interest and make the same return on the stock market as you do on a good property without having that education or that exposure or that access to to that type of wealth. And the question is, is it done by design? Is it is it done to, to suppress a, a race, to suppress or not, not a race, a class? Because it's not just a black thing. Yeah, I think it's a class. It's, 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 it's a working class. It's, it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Growing up, yeah. yeah. In the estates we grew up, you know, there were Greek man, mm. there were... White, white black, man, Turkish, Asian, Asian. Turkish but the difference is with the Greek man and the Turkish man, their their dads are all quite entrepreneurial, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they've always got yeah. you know, they, they've got a shop or something. Blacks and generally the the, the West Indians would generally workers or labourers, mm. and the black the African property. Huh? A lot of West Indians got a lot of property. Yeah, yeah, and exactly they got and the Africans were professionals, so they have their money. And a lot, what, sorry, we spoke about the West Indians regarding pardon the Africans um, community. A lot of them send money back home. So what you get, I don't know if that happens with Steen as well, but so what my parents did, my dad sent a lot of money back home to my grandma, to his brothers, and built a house back home. So uh, what they do, what you so you see them living on a budget in the UK, but from the wages they send home, and when you go back home, they've got a big house in the in, in the country. Mm. Like I'm talking, so it, it but in terms of that financial, I just think there's a general distrust for that, and there's a lack of information. So even when you find the right IFA. They're talking so much jargon and yeah, technical terms. It's bamboozled you. So but, you're talking. But I think that's finance in general. Finance in what, and this is through my studies and like looking. I, I kind of went in. So finance in general is jargon. Mm. So it's it's jargon for so you don't understand it. And um, obviously, going more into my research, I realised that yeah, people are distrust with the have got distrust with the bank, but. It's not the banks you can actually invest with. That's yeah. that's the, yeah, that's the, the funniest that's thing. That's the funniest yeah. thing. And when you start doing your research, you, mm. there's so many the hedge funds. There's um, independent um, funds. There's so there's like um, security funds with massive corporations like the Fidelities, the Hargreaves and Lansdowne. And um, what what I got from the conversation is the um, and this is going back to the class thing is the scarcity factor it mm. spoke about where a lot of working class people think that money is scarce but when you actually flip it on the other side and you actually go into notice what the stock market holds it's, it's a trillion dollar trillions, industry trillions, so trillions. there's the money's out there <laughs> yeah of course just that but that comes from, i think that, but, that, sorry i was gonna say that comes from the system because remember in school because uh, it, it boils down to your education in school yeah. so in state schools especially they make you believe if you work, if you get good grades and get a job, if you earn thirty grand a year, that's a good, that's a good, that's a lot of money. Mm. If you feel thirty grand a year is a lot of money and you earn thirty thousand, yeah, you feel you cracked it. We people don't like. 
until you leave your area, you don't and travel the world and mix with different demographic of people, different society or high echelons. You don't really know how much money is really out there. I agree. But remember, you're conditioned because what happens, you see your mum, you know, dad working, struggling, but they've got a job. So you feel they've got a job, they've paid off their house, or they're paying for their house. So your teachers who also are also conditioned by the system tell, you know, get a job, look after your family. So if you're earning money, you think you're doing well, you know, you, you, you know you, you've got your own house and you don't feel that, one, you're scared to come out of that comfort zone because remember, investment is still a bit of a risk as well. Yeah, and you don't want and you don't want to go I against you don't want to go against your nature. Um, you rather like like I was saying that Cody's mum, like I'm not saying her per se, she'll probably I'll I'll, I'll probably I'll assume I should say yeah. her nature is as long as I know it's in my bank, as I know that that era, as long as I know it's in my bank and I can see I'm fine. Or it's in my book, back then it was the book. I think it was, I think it's it I think it's more of a not that it's it's the money's there, it's safe. I just don't think she the risk knew. element. No, I just don't think she knew what to do with the money. Yeah. Because that's, that's, again, that's yeah, exposure. Because, she was yeah, exposed so, to... Yeah, of course, David, she was a nurse. So, you know, like I said, she was a nurse. So you'd imagine that she just had a nurse's pension. Yeah. And that was it. What I want to say is, what because it's, it's all good talking about this stuff. And for people that listen to this stuff, it's interesting. But you got to remember, like, when the way you're talking, you're talking about IFAs, you're talking about securities, you're talking yeah, yeah. about compound interest... People don't understand this. I know, that's what I say. They're exposed to it. They haven't educated about that. People are listening to this. They say, what is that? Um, It's it's good, obviously, people can go and Google it and say, oh, this is what it is, this is what it is. But remember, like, and remember, on a a level, let's be honest, the kind of of investments you're making is not going to be the same as if it's I'm making. No, 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 no. This is what I'm going to say. So what I was going to say is, is that at the same time, why don't you talk about maybe... Don't, like literally be more specific say yeah, like you, so know, I'm, I'm, you don't have because what I'm saying is, is I like with me I'm, I'm quite diverse with what I've done with my money I'll put money here and I'll put money there and I, enjoy, I I look at stuff all the time I'm always looking at ways where things where I can make money from money yeah. and I don't need the money the thing about it is at the same some people don't want to invest money because they feel they, they may need it yeah. very quickly yes, um, so yeah. what I want you guys to just talk about is like elaborate more like you know, from the, down, down to down, down to the pounds. Yeah. You don't need to invest <laughs> ten bags. Yeah, well, and that was our yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, um, like with with um, the psychology side side of it, if you don't spend your money on the latte or mm. the cup of, cup of coffee, naturally you'll spend it on something else. Yeah. So it's not a case of saving because yeah. people confuse saving with spending. Yes. And yes. what yes. Um, Cheek said with the whole oh it's risky mm. investing. I've got the flip side of it. Life is risky. Yep. If you do nothing, it's risky. Yep. If you do something, it's risky. And mm. once you understand that it's all risky, mm. it's better you do something. I like that. I like that. So like on, that. on the back of the whole investment fire thing... for that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, it's true. <laughs> no, it's whole, good. I like that. I on the whole that. back of the investment thing is, I think we're conditioned to think we need to study. We now need to go to night courses or do mm. something. And that's not the case. No. And, and it's always good to do what you're best at. So if you're best at doing your job, and this is how I made the decision. So I went to a, a, a seminar. It was an investment sem- seminar. Um, I took the time out. I went there. I spoke to quite a few investment houses, sat down with them, had booked appointments. And what I realised that where we, I, I say we, I'm talking like people from my kind of background, my mentality, is that whole scarcity mm. thing and um, do it yourself if we do something ourselves we're not the expert so that's why straight away we think 
if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. There's options out there where mm. people manage your funds for yeah. you. Yeah. But they just take a percentage. Yeah. But our problem is we don't want them to take, take a, a percentage. percentage. Yeah, for doing. Yeah. But that's, that's, <laughs> I, 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 you're totally right, actually, um, I could be a bit more specific. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want, like, yeah, I, 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 I want to jump. Where, yeah. Where, yeah, where people like, listen to say, if I said, if I said, I don't know, I've got an extra hundred pounds a month, yeah. or I've got something like what would you, what you know, just just break it down. Okay, I'll, I'll talk from my personal experience because I've actually got an IFA and I understand how it works to a certain degree. So basically, an IFA is an um, independent financial advisor. So he will advise you independently and um, he will manage your money accordingly and take a fee. So the fee could range from one percent to three percent, depending on the IFA's credentials, his caliber. Um, some IFA you might have to have a minimum deposit or minimum entry, um, amount of funds under management for him to work with you. Some you may be able to build up to a certain level. So it, it, they vary. You can do, do do your research on the internet. Essentially, what they do, you know, you allocate. Say, for instance, you got two thousand pounds. So you allocate two thousand pounds to your IFA, and you, you tell your IFA, "I want you to invest my money in the stock market, and I want to see a return." He may say, "What type of return?" I'll be happy to see. You know. I would like to beat inflation. So if I get better than the banks, which everybody wants essentially, and I can see a bit more on top, so say 4% per year, he'll look at your age, he'll look at your risk appetite. So, you know, if you're obviously, if you're older, the older you are, the less, um, the more security you'll be looking for because obviously, you know, your better years are behind you. The younger you are, you've got more of an appetite for risk and more exposure because if worst case scenario, if you lose money, you've got enough years behind you to make it back. So for me personally, I just said to him, I gave him X amount of money, um, and it's not actually him. He actually the IFA that will allocate the money to different fund managers, mm. and so Chi was talking about funds, property funds, um, stock, stocks and shares, um, equity. There's so many different there's thousands of funds, um, thousands, millions of funds around the world. But what we'll do, he'll do a KYC on me for your a KYC is a know your client. So we do um, appraise on me, my age, my risk appetite, my earning abilities my earning potential you know what i want to so ultimately what do i want to achieve from the from this because there has to be an end goal so i said to him what i want to like to do i like to um you know invest um when i when i when i first you know met with my fa many years ago i said i like to put some money aside for my children so i can put my children through private schooling that was my absolute um that, that was my goal that was my goal because yeah. he said you need to have a goal you don't invest they invested to buy a house is go on holiday is to get married everyone's got to be an outcome yeah, be, uh, that's yeah, been my, my my goal was for my children to be able to put them through um, to pri to privately educate them. So he said, with that said, uh, you know, your age when you're mid thirties or early thirties at the time, uh, my children are very young. Um, I think my I think my first daughter wasn't even born, or she was just born when when it happened when I first had contact my, with the with my FA. And he just said, well, what we do, we'll put you on a medium risk. So what it essentially means is that, you know, you got an opportunity to make more than say seven percent because some of the um, um, they invest some of the funds are quite aggressive, mm -hmm. but at the same token, they, if there's a downturn, you could lose. You could lose, but they hedge it. So, so not, not all. Say, for instance, he's got five thousand pounds. Explain so what hedges. Hedging is when you when when you. I'm not saying to break it. Like, <laughs> literally, <you've laughs> got to break every, everything down to the point where I'm a. Imagine I'm a novice. Okay. So when people say they talk about hedge funds and hedging and okay, hedging is like I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll do yeah. simple terms. Hedging is like betting on that horse and I, another that horse. horse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically. So, so, You're so, hedging so, your bets. Yeah. So to put, it, to put it into context, say, for instance, I've got £5,000. He might put 1000 of that 
in a high, in a high, in a highly uh, volatile, in a high volatile, speculative, like a high risk. High risk. I always say risk. High, it's more speculative. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe high risk. You say yeah, high risk. Use the word. Use the word I'm risk. Only, I'm only saying it because yeah. I'm saying low risk, medium risk, high yeah, risk. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm saying it like that. So yeah. people. Yeah. High, okay. So let's yeah. say to, to, like, I don't use. I don't use. It names to high risk. So put a grand and high risk. Um, so the pros and cons. So the cons of that. What, what makes it high risk? High risk is more volatile. So it's more volatile. More, yeah. There's more exposure. There's more exposure yeah. to that particular fund. Um, um, if there's a downturn yeah. going down, so what it will do, put a thousand in that. But so that's the cons. The 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 the, 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 um, the volatile how volatile it is. Maybe the part of the world that fund might be. Yeah. Maybe the, in China, the yeah like the history of the fund, the fund manager. But the pros of that. If that fund performs, instead of seeing say four percent, I'll see eleven percent, twelve percent. I can see. So what it will do? Put a thousand pounds of my money in that uh, high risk, um, high risk fund, or what is it? Is it more a, a um, what's it, not high risk? What's the other word we used? Um, a more um, speculative. A, a more speculative, more exposed fund, yeah. and it will put another thousand pounds in a low risk fund. Yeah. So a low risk fund could be something which is property backed. It's um, a bit more safe. Safe. Yeah. Safe. Low risk, more security, more security, more security but, but in terms of a return, the percentages are lower. Yeah, so 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 yeah. I may see like four percent, three percent. Worst case scenario, if it if it if if it if if it was to tank, I won't lose all my money. Yeah. But if it was to perform at its maximum, I might not see more than five percent. Yeah. So essentially, what he's done, he's given me, he's balanced out my portfolio. So I've got um hold, I've got um holdings in one aspect in one fund. Yeah. Which shows me a good medium to high risk. But it gives me a good yield if it performs. I've got another section of my fund, of sorry, of my um, of my of my funds in a um, low risk funds or um, low volatility. Where yes, ba- best case scenario, I won't see more than five or six percent. Worst case scenario, I may see one or two percent. Yeah. So if you take it all into consideration over say five thousand pounds, it's a mixed fund. So you'll look at my age, mid thirties. He will um he will look at um my profession. I've got an ability to earn money over yeah. there. I've still got yeah. another 25, 30 years of um employment ahead of me. He will look at um my my ability, my health in terms of how healthy do I smoke? All these little things because yeah. You need to know if there's going to be potential problems, and what it will do, it will send me a statement every. I see the my FA every um, every say six months, but I can, I'll get a statement every three three months, every so I can see. And I've got also actually not even a statement. You have an online login um, account, so you can go online, put your password, and put your name in user account, and you can see actually how your um, your funds your, are your, your funds are performing. Mm. So, and if you've got concerns, so basically if you see. You put there's five grand in, and suddenly that five grand is three grand or two grand. You can say, you can give him a call and say what's going on. Yeah. He may say it might be a market correction. A market correction is when the market has gone one way and it will naturally correct itself. Yeah. So, so it's gone one way crazy. Yeah. And it, yeah, uh, Donald Trump yeah, might do a mad yeah, tweet yeah. and say that he's putting tariffs on China. So all Chinese, so all funds, if your money is in Chinese funds, all of a sudden people pulling out that fund because out. of tariffs. Yeah, yeah. So, and, but or something like Brexit, for instance, there's a market correction when in, when the UK um, announced the, the when they did the the, um, the vote three years ago and they decided to leave. The, the the pound tank didn't it mm. and that's a correction so he might say well don't worry it's a correction it'll work itself out or there might be a real issue it might be a big company that uh, remember a few years ago um, sh- the the issue with them um, was it Shell in the in the in the in the Gulf yeah oil spillage that the massive oil spillage the massive oil spillage that's a mad that um, was it BP or Shell BP one of the big oil companies that had a massive oh, yeah well I think it was BP I think so it's BP, I think it's BP yeah. off the Gulf of Mexico mm. so that had a massive effect on oil stocks 
in general and, yeah, and if you got if you got some of your money in a fund which trades well then that has a detrimental effect but in the same token if there is if the if the price of gold rises or the price of steel rises or, or commercial property in london rises and your money is in the commercial property fund or steel or gold then you see a spike mm. so it's just about having a diverse portfolio where your money is in different commodities different equities different um assets different profits different different properties commercial residential and it's a mixed fund which is best spoke to tailor your profile so ultimately at the end of every year your five thousand pounds should now be seen six thousand or seven thousand or eight thousand and you're making money then as chi as um, chi said then you're making money on your money with the compound interest so you start making money on the eight thousand pounds and so but over the course of a 10-year period you'll win because remember, these fund managers paid multi-million pounds to ensure that they essentially make yeah, their clients money. Yeah, yeah. And then it's off the back, I remember I read something um, Warren Buffett said, you actually don't lose any money until you sell and take it out. Oh yeah, of course. Well, look at that. Like we said, we had a conversation a while ago, people that bought Bitcoin, even if like, let's say Bitcoin, for instance, if you bought Bitcoin at 12,000 pounds, I was having a conversation yesterday, and um, Bitcoin's now what seven, yeah, seven, yeah. six thousand yeah. like yeah. Um, <laughs> like stock sterling. So like, are you lost like lost money? No, you haven't lost money because I haven't sold it. Yeah. I and still physically have it people until don't... you physically sell. Yeah. Then you've lost. I think. I think the biggest um, for what I've learned, the biggest thing I've learned in terms of investing is you need two key attributes to be um, in terms of investing. You need to be disciplined. Yeah, I was going to say that. And you need to be patient. Patient, yeah. patient. And, 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 and that's, and, that's and, one and, of the two. And if you take it back to our invite, the, um, the background wall from, you know, you know, uh, you know, Black Community Council, and we've all done well with ourselves. That's two things we probably don't have. The two things, in general, we're very, very irrational yeah. with money. We don't like, like, if you, even you if you... want it now. You want it now, now, now. Mm. And the, you need to, you have that discipline to understand, to ride it out. Very few people, you're not going to make money in the first year. Yeah, you see a return, you see a... Uh, and you know what, about the, sorry, going back to fund, you can you can draw a dividend from your fund to every year, you can draw an income from that. Yeah. So if you're funding, if you're, if you're funding profit, or even, not even every year, every quarter, when, whenever you want to, you can draw yeah. money from it. But yeah, so it is a long game, but ultimately your money's working for you. And I feel that if you read more about it, just more for our listeners, for, as you say, codes, if you read more about this thing, it's not a, it's not that hard to get involved in if you No, it's not. I, I'm not sorry, I don't mean to cut you. Yeah, I was cool. only I was only gonna say it isn't that hard to get into because even now there are there are more things out there where they're they're kind of exposing you to stuff. There's apps yeah. that you can yeah. you can I download. There's the app day. there's like an app called uh I think it's called Moneybox yeah, or something. That's the one I downloaded. Yeah, so as you spend your money, they take a bit, they take, they, they, take a, they, they round it off. They round it off and then they put this money away. So it might be to the closest pound, but these little things you're doing and then you can see how your money's performing. So every, every single time you spend, I don't know, 79p, they round it to a pound. And every single day you're using your card in it, you know, these little things. So this kind of stuff can help you understand how, you know, how these things work. And then you can choose. You can yeah. choose like the, the level of risk, can't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah how it works. My, that, my so. whole thing, and, and this isn't me giving advice because obviously I'm not a qualified financial advisor, this is my opinion, 
if you've something that you're interested in, I would always say start off with reputable companies, companies that have been around for years. Of I'm talking like 50 plus mm. years. Give, them, give, them, give some names. What kind um, of companies? Fidelity. There's, um, like I said, Hargreaves and Lansdowne. There's, there's yeah. so many. There's, yeah. there's even your, your own personal banks will have like wealth, wealth. You wealth can have you, certain, certain, certain ICEs. Yeah, cash ices. Cash ices. So, uh, cash, cash ices. Are, they're very low, low risk. So they look at more stocks and share ices. Stock, that's it. Sorry, stocks and yeah, shares stocks, ices. So stocks. they and they yeah. have a yeah. So they 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 and it's just like I said. It's, there's people that are professionals that spend Monday to Friday, six a.m. to nine nine p.m. doing this shit, doing this stuff. Mm, mm. So if you want to make quick returns, then I would tell you to take a course and be a trader mm. traders um obviously they they make money off volatility that's only the only that's way a, you yeah, can actually yeah. make money as a trader is off of volatility and yeah so there's ways out there obviously the book i mentioned i've forgotten the author but um automatic millionaire really good read simple read it breaks it down it gives it's american but a lot of the american companies are based in the uk as well so yeah. it's a good start up and like cheek says investing and in, especially if you're investing in funds is the long it's a long game. long game if you're earning anything between six percent to seven you're doing actually fantastic you're and you're forgetting the you're not and that's what the book street. talks about they don't talk about what the interest you're making they, they talk about the compound interest mm. so you're a thousand pounds that you started with 20 years later that could be forty thousand pounds crazy and and that's, that's just off being disciplined and understanding the long game, understanding the vision. And my whole thing is, if you've got a vision, that vision will put you in line with the people that you're around, the books that you read, the, the things that you do, and the conversations you have. It's, a, it's actually now safer now to invest than ever before, because a lot of these fund managers... Um, IFAs they use algorithms anyway they, they, a lot of it's technology based yeah, so they yeah. kind of the computers are kind of they work do, they work they work off algorithms work, yeah, they know yeah. exactly where the funds mm. the, what direction the funds heading the history of the fund the historics the the, the 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 projection so it's not actually human it's not it's not a guessing game so to speak it's more yeah. it's all actually based on um, some strong um, um, statistics and historics I would say that we shouldn't be perturbed or um perturbed to seek um, professional um, help because you're paying just like you pay your cleaner to clean your house or you pay your teacher to teacher to teach your children or you pay your garden to cut your grass you're paying a professional to manage your money and, and to make you money every, yeah. every other thing you just said there is you're paying a service but you're not you might get your grass cut but I'd rather make money and get my grass. I'd rather cut my grass and have someone and pay someone to to make me money. The money you the, the person you're paying to help you make money, the, the returns will cut your grass for you. So exactly. I think you've got. <laughs> we just have to change our um, our relationship think, with how yeah, about with money. And I think the most important thing, the, the the key thing is be bold. You know what I mean. Risk. Be you know. Don't look at it as risk. Look at it like as an opportunity. You can look. This you can look at it as risk opportunity. Look at it as opportunity. Be bold in terms of make decisions. Make the first step to actually seek that type of financial um, information. Hundred percent. You know, and you won't look back because there's nothing worse. I know we we will have it. We will go through it. There's nothing worse when you look at your bank account and you see that you get a statement and you see your your deposits has gone up by like like five pounds or four p <laughs> four p four or three or three pounds something Mate, ridiculous like i said there's there's so many you are right there's so many ways to make money now and 
you know, and a, a lot of stuff is like, um, you know, it's, 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 um, it's, it's backed by the financial services. So a lot of things are safe if, if yeah. certain things tank. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're so that, that's another thing, actually. Yeah. We should just touch there, on so that. There's a, lot, there's, a lot, there's a lot of safety. Like there's your money. So, there's regulation. Yes, there's, um, of course. Of there's, course. There's, there's, there's a lot of these funds have to be liquid. So yep. there's, um, yep. you know, there's um, well, your money's emergency be, funds. Your money's got to be held in a, in, a, in a separate account, like a account that, you know, that actual company can't, you know, insert in um, play over and stuff. So I just think, um, do you know, it is, it's, it's really hard because I think with, with the mentality, you'll find that, you know, someone might, I'm trying to think, you might go, so you might have someone who's got um, a pair of Balenciagas. How much they cost? Five, six, 700 pounds maybe? Or whatever, them kind of trainers. Well, you know. Any range from four bills to 600, 700. But in, but in someone who's not invested, no money, might have like 10 pairs of them. Yeah. You know, you know it's crazy. Why would you have 10? If you, if you think about the amount of money you spent on 10 pairs of them, you could have put that money away and you're you're and and just but done. It's the, it's the, you know what, Kanye? It's, you know, it's the now. But it's you know, crazy. You know, it was really, really sweet, and I thought it was really good. What well, Kanye? I read something. Kanye West brought Kim Kardashian, his wife, for her birthday. It's, a crib, uh, the house. No, 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 no. Oh, oh um, shares. Yeah, so he bought her shares. In. But he done that's he copied. Well, not copied. So that's what Jay Z. Somebody might have done that before. Beyonce done. So mm. Beyonce done. Okay, I'll let you finish. This so, story. so yeah, what Kanye done? He brought shares in like Apple, McDonald's, mm. Coca Cola, um, uh, whatever, um, Microsoft. So it's like five or six big companies as a birthday present for Kim K. It's amazing. And I think Uber, and I think some of these shares actually went up and made. Um, a lot of money. I was thinking it'd be great. Imagine, and so I might do this to. I actually done that for someone. One of my sons, my, one of my friends' um, kids, their son turned like one, so I bought him a share. Yeah. What would what, what yeah. yeah, be great? Exactly, <laughs> Frasch. Imagine if. Imagine, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Imagine for your children. So you're talking about Balenciagas, but what I'm going to do actually, I'm going to buy my my, my for, for Christmas. I'm going to buy my children their Christmas present. But for every company, every product I buy for my child, I'm going to buy shares in that company. Yeah. So for instance, if I buy. Um, my 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 daughter an iPad. I'm just mm. using that example. I will buy shares, shares in Apple. Apple. If I buy my mother daughter a pair of Reebok trainers, I'll buy mm. shares of Reebok because at you, that age, I'll, and I'll park it up because ultimately, one is educate them from a young age, and 100%. two, in, when they're eighteen and which is many many years to come, you can see well that is your present from eighteen years ago, and That's, this is yeah. what's Espe- happened. Especially with these buds presents that we don't know about, because you know you ask the kids what's in, yeah, yeah. Like this, and yeah, that, never heard of it, exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you do that method yeah. with that, then twenty years later, that is now the next Lego, and you just don't know. Imagine, imagine you bought your, imagine you bought your ex misses like a couple bitcoins. <laughs> Back in the early, when they first launched in 2000, and then boom, she said, Listen, your, your, your that's your ledger, and then boom, they hit 20 bags, you know. But yeah, that. so going back on that story, mm. I think it was Beyonce. Um, she, I can't remember what she'd done. She'd done an advert or something for Uber, right? And obviously, Uber were paying her like millions, mm. and she said, No, don't pay me anything. And she said, Rather take shares, yeah. And this is when boom. Uber were just. Fair, to be fair, 50, 50 Cent did that with a water deal. Okay. So that's yeah. good. That, that's, so that's things like that, that yeah. is yeah. what gets mm. my brain going. Um, it's off the back of ownership. It's the back of owning something that can grow. And it's just, like I said, compound. If you if you have that compound mentality that what you've got can make money, 100%. then you start to look at other things as 
they're actually a liability. And yeah. the problem is we, we actually own a lot of liabilities. 100%. Down to I, our I, houses. I live in one. Yeah. You know something? I want to ask you guys a question. I read this, yeah? How long do you... Do you how long, this is a fact, actually. How long do you think it will take you to double the amount of money you got in your savings account with the bank? 777 years. Yeah, he's right. It's 800 years. There you go. Yeah. So basically, if you've got 500 quid in your bank, for you to see a thousand pounds, it will take eight hundred years essentially for you to see that eight hundred years. So essential. What that says is that by not doing nothing, you're crippling yourself. Yeah. If you're stagnating, in fact, you're losing money. Yeah, if inflation, money. buying remember, power. I, I, I use the word buying power. And, so, and, and just so I just say to you, sorry to um to talk, just to let you guys know how inflation works. Say you got ten pounds. You got ten pounds. Yeah, he's going to explain. We, 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 so that's we, what I was talking about buying plans. Oh, 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 sorry. Do you want yeah. to do it? You do it. No, no, break it. Okay, okay. Let's, okay. Let's make it a round number. Let's say you got a hundred pounds. Yeah. A nice round number, a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. So inflation today is around last time I checked about two point seven, two point eight. Just around, I'll say three percent. Say three percent. Inflation at three percent. Yeah. So in two thousand nineteen, your 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 hundred pounds. Why you? Just say this Dell computer. Yeah, it could buy you, yeah, that Dell computer, that's a hundred pounds. So just say it's a hundred pounds. If you leave your hundred pounds of a bank account it, it, for five years' time, to five years, so every year, inflation, say inflation on average for the next five years is 3%. So three, three times five is 15. 15. Yeah. So in 2024, Say that Dell computer still is a hundred pounds, which ain't gonna be a hundred pounds. No, it'll be inflation. It'll be inflation. It'll be, be hundred and fifteen. Yeah, it'll be hundred fifteen pounds. Sorry, you're by you not actually acting on that hundred pounds of your bank account. Your buying power now is eighty five pounds. Your your, your hundred pounds is actually worth eighty five pounds yeah. because the inflation over the five year period is a is eroded mm. the um the buying the purchase yeah. potential. So every year you're not doing nothing or making your money work for you. You're actually losing money. You're losing money. So the things you were able to buy last year, you won't be able to buy next year. And the things you could buy now, you won't be able to buy essentially tomorrow and our, with the rate of inflation. Our mums have always said it. They walk into Sainsbury's, Morris, said, whatever the your choice of supermarket is, and like, how come this bread's now an extra 2, 2p? Exactly. Inflation, boo-boo. That's inflation. You get the <laughs> same bread, inflation, the boo-boo. same packaging. Yep. It's in the same place in the shelf. But inflation has hit it, and yeah. that's that's the reason why your bread and milk and egg go up. But if your money is working for you in property, in uh, with IFAs, in funds, and in investments, and in the stock market, whatever it may be, even if you're selling watches or you know selling cars, if your money's working for you, then you're not watching inflation because you're making money anyway, and the money you're making is beating inflation. Will, 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 will the idea inflation. is, yeah, you have to so beat inflation. So when people say beat inflation. The first thing you want you want your advisor to do is beat inflation. So when you go to your bank manager tomorrow on the back of this podcast, <laughs> or, uh, we go to your you liquidate do, your 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 savings. Or you seek an IFA. Yeah. Listen, I'm taking advisor, everything out. Manager. The first question you ask is you want you want security to match my profile, but more important, you want to beat inflation. Yeah. If you beat inflation, at least you're ahead of the curve, yeah. and anything on top of that is a bonus. So, and I think just to end things, the one of the best sayings I've ever heard and. Um, it was something that I kind of triggered me to actually do something is successful people buy what they need. Unsuccessful people buy what they can afford. Rotted. Wow. Fire. Fire in the camp. So look at, don't look at the price of things. Look at what the benefit is and the value that it can give you back. So yeah, it's cold. I like that. 
Yeah, it's been a good one, man. Yeah, so I, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think, um, you know, anyone who listens to the podcast, I just, you know, implore you to just go out, you know, and just, just look at it, look this stuff up. Google's an amazing thing, you know, and like from the time you start getting into it, you start looking into more of the things and, you know, you just, 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 just research in, in terms of investing. And again, like if you, you don't need them 10 Balenciagas, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, I was saying as well, on top of that. Don't need them, Don't baby. be, when you ask your friends and family about, you know, investing, don't be, a lot of them will kind of like, deter you. Yeah, deter you. That's the biggest, you know what? I think in the black community, that's the biggest thing, deterring you from investing your dough. Yeah, let me just say this, yeah, I think a lot of people, yeah, especially black people, oh, bankers and that, oh, allow all that nonsense, or, yeah, I don't trust them, they'll deter you, they'll throw you off your course. One thing you have to understand in life, yeah, a lot of people want you to float, but don't want you to sell. Just remember that. So as long as you're okay, you're, you're, you're getting on, cool. But once you start sailing and they see you're kind of moving a different direction and you're moving kind of away from them, not in a way that, in a way that you're progressing, they get, they, they get insecure. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to people around, they don't understand that. You need to kind of speak to new people, or yeah. professional yeah. people about people it. That don't be deter- deterred or mm-hmm. don't be perturbed because you're going to get people that are going to try to um, try to put doubt in your mind, try to you know deter you from actually seeking this information. But keep going. Try to sell. On top of that, and um, this is what I, I see all the time is even, yeah, people might deter you and stuff like that and say don't do it. But the problem and the massive problem that people make is they ask the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's in, especially ask, in the black community. Ask the experts. Yep. Ask the experts. If you want to know about how to make ice cream, ask an ice, ice cream, cream maker. maker. 100%. Because like, I'm not going to my mum asking her about mutual funds because she doesn't know anything. I've seen so many barbers. I don't know anything, but my mum's got an opinion about investment. And I, in the nicest possible way, I shut her down. I'm like, but you don't know. Yeah, because your mum's opinion, like my mum's opinion on, on, on investment is based on maybe what other people have told her, but no, but no one who knows anything else. And that's, that's and it's like code said, if you don't have X access to an expert physically, but they're, they're in books, Google. Google. Obviously, my whole thing is I, I, I profile whoever, any question I need to ask, they get profiled and they've got to meet certain criteria. Mm. Have they done it themselves? Have Are they winning at it? Because you can, like I said, I think I've said this before, you can learn from someone that's winning from it and also losing from it. You can, information's yeah. out there. Mm. But you, you're, you as the beholder of the person asking the question, you have to digest and, and screen that information because there's too many people that are working and taking action off the back of somebody's opinion. The problem, uh, Chief, spot on what you just said, the problem with the black community, our community, that you end up, you know, when you've got an idea, you, end your, you ask your barber, or you, if you're a lady, you ask your hairdresser. It's always those tools. And like, how does your barber know? If, he, if your barber knows, he'll be on, in all due respect. Or you ask the mechanic that's fixing your car. We just love to talk. We all love to talk as human yeah. beings. Talk and, to your mechanic But what you should car. really do is, talk, yeah, talk to mechanic a car, talk, talk to your barber about a fade, and talk to the... Um, uh, talk to your hairdresser about the perm, but don't talk about you know a fund. 
<laughs> but it's true. Talk oh, oh. to your fund manager about funds. And another, another massive big misconception, not just in the black community, your community, just because someone's making money, it doesn't mean he knows how to make money. So when you see like, when you see like um, a, a rapper or a footballer, yeah. Oh, yeah, he earns 50 bags a week, but he's, he's an employee. Yeah. He's a highly paid employee. He doesn't know how... He, he's, there's a difference between making money with your, with your skill... <laughs> Um, in terms of your, your physical skill or making money with your with mind. your mind yeah. and yeah so sportsmen especially they make money with their physical attributes mm-hmm. they're skillful they can they, you know they can score goals they can throw they can throw a ball they can play use te- play tennis making money with your brain with your mind is a different type of um, different monster completely so just because you might see the local roadman or whoever it may be or the local club owner who makes money from clubs it doesn't actually know it means he knows how to make money in investment making money via investments and doing several things and being entrepreneurial about it it's a completely different ball game and that's the biggest because the biggest thing i see because you see someone with money you, you feel well let me take his advice because he's obviously made money no he's just got a job which is highly paid mm. or he, how many doctors have made bad made bad decisions financially but they're great doctors yeah but they're just highly paid employees yep. a sports athlete is a highly paid employee a um a um i don't know someone that owns a shop maybe he's a, a highly paid shopkeeper these are not people that essentially are investors or know about making money investors. So don't, don't, so same way asking, say, as I said, a highly paid employee, like a, a doctor, or even a footballer or a rapper about how to make money. It's the same way you're asking your barber. You need to ask people who make money in investing on a day-to-day basis or, ask, or ask business owners or entrepreneurs who actually live on the money they bring in yeah. rather than a highly paid employee because just a guy just because a guy makes 50 100 200 grand a week it doesn't mean he has a a capacity in terms of a mental capacity or a, a technical brain to be able to make money mm. from investing yep and i think on that i think we got to give that a wrap that was, oh. that was some good fire there, though. Cheeks just dropped. Oh, the you mic, dropped. Oh, <laughs> 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 just dropped. I went for the pop, you know. He's like, no, drop the. He just dropped the yeah. mic. Now, obviously, we just want to, you know, use this platform we got to empower everybody, you know. And I think like we're some of us are in positions where they're exposed, they're um, they've got access to certain things and exposed to certain things. So it's important for us to, you know, bring that home and, you know, shine the light because ultimately it's about financial independence that's that's real freedom financial independence as co said ownership understand there's different options even going on the internet plat there's loads of platforms crowdfunding there's so many ways now but one thing we should say actually before we go be careful there's a lot of scams out there as well there's yeah. a lot of unscrupulous people yeah, so just start d- with stuff start like yeah. you said like like you labeled companies yeah. and 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 stuff for start with the bigger ones. Yeah, and that's, look for and that's look for look, credentials. Yeah, yeah. yeah and know. meet someone before you do an investment. If you're doing investment with a firm, uh, pick yeah, phone them. I met I met them. Yeah, I met them. them. Yeah, go Even meet though them. that they've go got a hundred years, but yeah. I met go someone. Go meet someone. Go them. talk to them face to face, and then you, you get a better idea. And I ask them about their record. Break it down. I ask my IFA. Tell me what you show me your record. Every IFA will have a track record. Show me what you've done over the last five years. Yeah. So so when you see, t- give, send me an email, send me a print out of your, your performance over the last five years and judge them on their performance. Just like everyone gets judged on their CV. 100%. So that's it's their, good that's their be... financial CV. So nice, no, good, man. It's good. I think, um, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it. But um, yeah. thanks, guys, obviously, for the, for the, you know, for the insight into the, to the investment world. Um, I, think it's, yeah, I think it's super important for us to, to put our knowledge out there and you guys are Well, listen, have a good week, guys, and um, see you soon. Peace. Peace, Audi.